Hello, my friends, and welcome back to The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 53, and um, I'm going to be doing an article uh, from LifeSite News. Um, so let's begin with a prayer, please. Uh, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he rose again from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, Guardian of the Holy Church, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. And St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us from evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. So, um, I'll skip the scripture reading because this is a quite a, quite a big of article here. Uh, what we have here is an article by LifeSite News, uh, Micah uh, Micaiah, I'm sorry, Hickson. Um, she's a blogger. She wrote this article for EWTN, uh, Papal Posse, EWTN's Papal Posse criticizes Pope's establishment of yet of another female diaconate or deacon commission. Canon lawyer Father uh, Gerald Murray said the new commission shouldn't have been forms since it calls into question the truth that women can't be made into deacons. And um, he's joined uh, Raymond Arroyo, and there's also someone by the name of... Um, hold on, I'm trying to pick out his name here. Sorry. Dr. Robert Royal, Raymond Arroyo, uh, Father Gerald Murray, and Dr. Rob, uh, Robert uh, Royal. So this is e, um, EWTN's The World Over, which is hosted by Raymond Arroyo. Now, the uh, article starts off here April 17th, 2020. On April 8th, this happened, I believe, during the, obviously, the Holy Week that Pope Francis uh, reestablished this commission, which is <laughs> quite an unusual time to be thinking about such a thing when you have this coronavirus pandemic. I mean, he celebrated Holy Week in an empty plaza, a St. Peter's Plaza. And his mind is on this uh, this diaconate commission. Um, Pope Francis announced that he established uh, that he established yet another commission for the study of female diaconate. The response to this new initiative are coming in with progressives, Catholics, along with traditionally minded Catholics, both being critical of it. For the progressivists, the members of the commission, some whom are expressly against female diaconate, do not show clear enough signs that Pope wishes to establish such a diaconate. They are impatiently awaiting concrete steps on the part of the Pope. For the traditionally minded Catholics, this new commission is dealing with a question that they see as already solved. For example, Father uh, Gerald Murray, Gerald Murray, 
sorry if I get the name wrong, speaking with EWTN's Raymond Arroyo on April 16th, which a uh, segment of the um, world over, EWTN's world called Papal Posse, cute name, states explicitly that this commission should not be formed because it casts doubt on whether it is true that women can't be made into deacons. Father Murray also explains that there had been earlier uh, com uh, pontificates uh, before Pope Francis that had already um, a commission of con Congregation of the Doctrine of Faith, CDF, which had come to the conclusion that there is no historical evidence that this female diaconate or any female diaconate ever existed uh, in the early church. So there was no historical basis in Catholic doctrine to say that the diaconate can be received by women. Murray is not sure what this new commission will bring forth, and he adds that looking at the members of the commission and at the reactions of progressivists, Catholics to, uh, uh, to it, um, it's not a strong pro-deacon committee, all right, whoever has been assigned. Murray wonders whether the Pope is here merely... Uh, temporizing and responding to poli uh, politely to the Amazon Synod's request for further investigation of the topic of female deacons. His colleagues at the Papal Posse, Dr. Robert Royal, adds that the Pope's intention behind establishing new female deacon commission is ambiguous. He hopes that the female diaconate is going to be dismissed as an impossibility for the Church. Uh, the previous 2016 commission does not give clear answers that the church ever, ha ever had female deacons similar to the male deacons, according to the Pope. He told the media in May of 2019 that the formula of ordination for the female diaconate found until now are not the same as for male diaconate and are uh, more m similar to that of blessing an abbess. Uh, that is, those like, say a nun or some cloistered nuns. Interesting. However, Pope Francis never published the official findings of that 2016 commission. A lot of people I remember talked about that and said it was rather odd. Uh, Professor Manfred Huke, one of the members of the new commission, explained in remarks to the German Catholic newspaper uh, that he does not yet know what the mission of the new commission is. The Catholic priest and theologian himself, okay, we should have said he was uh, Father Professor Huke, uh, appointed of the um, himself is clear appoint uh, appointed of the female diaconate, as he told Lifeside in a January of 2019. Historical records show that the ancient church was unacquainted with a female diaconate equivalent to that of a male diaconate. The history of the institution of the Iaconus offer, uh, offers no solid basis, therefore, for the introduction of a sacramental female diaconate, he added. Speaking um, with the same German newspaper, uh, Rome's correspondent, uh, Giaudo Horst, Huke, I guess father, Professor Huke, thinks that there are several options of what this new female deacon commission could bring about. First, it could make a final official statement that an ordinate a uh, female diaconate is not possible. Second, it could <clears throat> excuse me, arrive at a decision about introducing a new sacramental female diaconate. Third, the commission could propose a sort of official blessing for women who are already working in pastoral care. 
I don't see any big difference there because that's just still one step forward. Hugh does not believe that the new commission could propose an ordinate female diaconate because Pope John Paul II, that's the former uh, pontificate uh, that also discussed such a thing, in 1994 document Ordinardo Sacerdotis, sorry if I, I uh, ruined the Latin, had excluded a sacramental ordination of women since the diaconate is part of the threefold sacrament of holy orders. And this applies, Hugh as even though the female diaconate was not directly mentioned in the document. Interesting. Okay, we'll continue. <clears throat> it is part of the church's tradition the German professor who lives and teaches in um, Lugano, Switzerland, states that the diaconate is part of the sacrament of holy orders, which is based on the mission of the apostles. That is true. <clears throat> professor Hugh also points out in his comments to the um, tag's post that he himself, together with Professor Hilmott, um, Hulping had published a book on the diaconate in 2018 in Italian and in 2019 in German and Portuguese. That was a result of a 2018 conference that was personally handed to Pope Francis on December 8, 18, 2019. He believed that this new book, to which also another member of the new female deacon commission, Professor Santiago de Coria Elena, who contributes an essay, might have played a role in convincing the Pope that this door to the sacramental female diaconate was closed. Hugh himself, together with two of his colleagues, was able to present the book to, Pope, to the Pope and comment on it in conversation with him, as he told uh, Gial de Horst. It is to be hoped that the fact that Pope Francis chose two of the authors of this new book as members of the new female deacon commission to, is, a, is a sign that he was convinced by their argument and historical evidence. As to the other possibility, namely, that there could be a proposal for non-sacramental ordinate female diaconate, we may remind our readers that this is actually a sort of new Caspar uh, proposal. Ca uh, referring to Cardinal Caspar, the German uh, cardinal who's extremely uh, heretically progressive. And um, <laughs> they also pushed for the Amazonian Synod. In July of 2019, Cardinal Walter Kaspar told LifeSight that he is not in favor of further discussing the possibility of a sacramental female diaconate since there is not much historical evidence for it. It doesn't mean it's going to stop him. His idea was essentially about introducing a female ministry without ordination. I don't see the difference. What's the difference? A female ministry, it's still, if you, if you even, let's say, technically, let's look at this. These progressives don't care about historical context. They don't care how the church historically did not have ordination for women. All right, as a, as, because the deacon diaconate is basically a step forward to the priesthood. Okay, that was that they did have, and the fact that they're going to call together 
uh, and then just create it because that's technically what a progressive does. They don't necessarily care about historical truth. They don't care about the historical context. They don't care about what the what the the values or the sacred teachings of the church. If they can go forward and they can push the envelope because technically it's like the proverbial uh, pot of uh, uh, toad in the uh, or frog in the pot. Okay, if you put a, a frog in a pot of water, but it's not boiling, all right, the frog will not know it's being boiled to death. If you put the frog in a boiling pot, the frog will jump out of it because he'll know the difference. They're basically creeping up slowly. I remember many, many years ago, after I became Catholic, I used to attend a parish in... Um, the Upper East Side called, uh, not far from my job, the Upper East Side, the, the name of the parish uh, is Our Lady of Good Counsel. That's where I got baptized by Father Richard Takera. And um, he, um, you know, he pushed me. He wanted me to be, uh, to help out at the Mass. And I did. And I remember because people use the term Eucharistic minister loosely. And... Um, a lot of the lay people loved helping uh, distributing communion. An African priest who um, was assigned to the parish did not like the term Eucharistic minister because the only one who's a true Eucharistic minister is the priest. The priest is the one who says the consecration for the bread and wine. It is the priest who is the Eucharist minister. The only other person who can distribute Holy Communion after the priest is an ordained deacon. And that is true. Their hands are consecrated for this. That is what their duty is. Is, is that when said what the church should be doing is encouraging you more and more young men uh, to be subdeacons or deacons to you know, to come forward because really when you go to any mass, whether it's Sunday or during the weekday, who steps forward to help the priest? Count how many gray-haired old ladies or middle-aged women are at the altar distributing Holy Communion. Okay, I see it here at my parish, uh, Regina Pachi in Brooklyn. Uh, I always see women distributing Holy Communion and they also have the chalice with the wine. Okay, on both ends of the church, in the front of the church. And they're all distributing Holy Communion. I don't see as many men walking up. It's always women. Because they have been successful in effeminizing the, the, the church service. I mean, you're lucky if you see some, a man standing up there, uh, you know, and reading and doing the, the readings, the lector. All right. It should be a deacon doing it as well. It shouldn't be a lay person. And look at the fact that they, in place of altar boys, you got altar girls. People got used to that. The more you see this, the more the more you see the 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 lay people taking part in this, especially women. It's already a step forward to the priesthood. It's already a step forward to becoming a deaconess. All right, you're going to see that, and it's exactly what's going to happen. Pope Francis is a Jesuit, and he has very strong, very progressive opinions about these things. 
all Jesuits do. I mean, listen to the author of Dictator Pope. I can't think of his name now, but he he says it. You know, you know, it's you know, it, he you know, he himself was raised by Jesuits. I know a friend who got very hostile about me criticizing the Jesuits, um, but the fact is, because if you're raised by them, the fact you got to look at it. They have been polluted politically, philosophically. They don't no longer. Not many of them hold on to church doctrine as much. Many of them even think the church has to change. Many of these people hold the same view as you listen to the politics where they say it's a progressive constitution. The constitution is evolving. There's a lot of these people that think the same thing about Catholicism and about its theology and about its sacraments, that it's it's evolving. It's changing. It's an evolving gospel. It's an evolving church because they have to say that or else they can't win and and achieve their goal. That's truth. So, you know, it's it's a serious issue here. All right. So, um, in July 2019, Colonel Caspar life uh, told Life Center that he okay. I read that part. His ideas was essentially about introducing female ministry without ordination. Or I'll read this part over with with the formal blessing ceremony by the church. Such women, according to to this idea, would be able to wear a special garment. What's the difference? Like I said, and give out Holy Communion, hold a liturgy of the word, administer certain sacraments, and even rule over parents, including their priests. What's the difference? What is the difference? It's a step forward. That you know, like I said, it's the frog in the pot, in the boiling pot. Oh. Caspar has been influential prelate under Pope Francis and has helped to formulate Pope Francis a proposal that some remarried divorcees under certain conditions might be admitted to the sacraments without changing their sinful ways of life. The idea of a non-sacramental female ministry can also be found in Pope Francis' post-synodal exhortation, Cuero uh, de Amazonia, his response to the Amazon Senate's final document. Only time will tell what this new female deacon commission will bring about. All right, that is, uh, wow. Okay, that is the end of the article there. So I want to play a little bit of a clip from this. Um, hold on. Okay, hold on. The following. Okay, sorry. That was the wrong one. Um, the other one here. Okay, I'm not going to play it now. It's the... Um, okay, the point is this. He's going to do it. Okay, they're pushing for it. Okay, he's indebted to these men who helped him become Pope. And... He has a different view. Let's face it. A lot of men, like I said it before, their faith has changed. It didn't survive the politics. The so- if you keep pushing for social justice, keep believing in these things, you stop believing in miracles. You, you keep believing in the, in the idea of creating a utopian world. All right? I mean, I saw the film The Two Popes. 
I don't know how accurate. I think some of it about his early life was quite accurate. I think the failure of of saving the Jesuits in his early days uh, when he was the head of the Jesuits affected him greatly. I think the the Marxist and social socialist philosophy affected him. It 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 helped him, you know. It 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 pushed him in the direction of questioning the church's teachings, most likely blaming the church's ways and thinking for the death of the people. Instead of, you know, running to the church's ideas, to the church's sacraments, to the church's uh, mysteries, to the church's theology, he ran away and he put the church on trial. These kind of things happen to to some to some people. It happens when their faith goes into crisis. I think the exile that his own his own order removing him from the head of the order and sending him off to um, a no man's land where he was there for a while. He took with him the the film shows him taking these uh, communist uh, literature, and he dived into the literature, and he said. And it's been, you know, it's been quoted and it's been heard. It's the socialists and the communists who think like Christians more than Christians do. And, you know, throughout the whole Amazon Synod, we had all this uh, reporter, that old reporter, uh, quoting conversations that were downright heretical and he never came out and corrected them. And he received a... um, a cross with a ham- uh, that's made in, you know that was um, molded or uh, artistically designed with the hammer and sickle, the sign of the communist, uh, you know, uh, icon with the crucifixion of Christ part of it. He accepted it. He never criticized it. He never condemned it. Okay. Then he comes out during the Holy Week celebration uh easter talking about universal income and you got to look at his steps the steps he took okay he also has jeffrey Sachs. he's had you know he's had this uh um progressive meetings at the vatican he's had all these these people with the globalists he's been taking photos with them. He's been shaking hands with them. He's allowed uh, conventions to go on in the Vatican about it. He's had the Vatican uh, pictures of the planet and all the animals uh, with this laser show at the Vatican. He's had this. Then he's had the Amazonian Synod and he had the Pachimama ceremony. And he's had these people performing ceremonies at the Vatican. And never mind what the faithful, never mind if it's scandalized things. He's criticized conservative Orthodox priests. Uh, he, he accused, uh, he criticized uh, traditional Catholics. He even said Catholics don't have to breed like rabbits. Never once did he corrected himself. Never once did he ever uh, said, I'm sorry. He had McCarrick go over to China 
and work out a deal with the communist Chinese. He sold our brothers and sisters in China. He threw them under the 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 the, you know, the bus of the uh, the war, the machine, the communist machine. They tore they tore down churches, arrested priests, destroyed churches. They're rewriting the Bible. They're rewriting the 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 whole the whole mass. And he never, you know, he didn't think anything wrong about it. He never apologized about it. He never criticized what they, what they've been doing to our brothers and sisters over there. All right, he took a took a step against President Trump. Never, I mean, never mind. He, you know, you got to look at the person's, the direction they're taking. Their actions speak louder than words. If he didn't bother to come out and correct himself then he is telling us who he is. Okay? He's telling us what he, this is what I believe. Okay? He's done that. He's basically, you know, he, he does not hold and does not look at Catholicism the same way. He doesn't hold the mind of the church. He does not hold the mind of the church. This is who he is. Okay, I'm going to end it here. Um, it's, you know, you know, it, you know, we're going to have to, we still have to pray for him. I pray for him. I find it very difficult to like him. I pray for him. And I really, really want him to be the Pope that we need. I want him to, I want him to, I want his eyes to open. If this he doesn't, he doesn't even believe, come on, he doesn't, he said it. He doesn't believe that this pandemic is a sign and a warning from God. He believes, he said, it's nature having a temper tantrum. All right, it's, it's, he, he said it. Okay, that's it. All right. All right, so let's end it here and uh, we'll say a quick prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Folks, let's say the uh, the Divine Mercy at 3 o'clock uh, this week. Everyone should say it at 3 o'clock during the um, this time. Because at 3 o'clock, uh, let's pray, 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 pray that the Lord could show us mercy. And if we can pray for the church and... Um, pray that God will open the doors of the church again for us and pray for the conversion of souls and pray for the, for the Pope. We have to pray for Pope Francis. He's still our Pope. Yes, he is legally our Pope. And we do have to pray for him. Not liking him is a totally different thing. Okay? You can not like somebody, but we still have to pray for this person. He is our Holy Father. And we... You know, he is the Pope that God chose for this time, just as the same way God chose President Trump, the same way that the Roman Empire, God decided to be the empire that Christ our Lord would uh, would uh, die on, born, suffer, die, and resurrect under. And, you know, we have to pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless.